the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Welcome to another week of the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. I am Paul Grzadki, your host, with, a, with you for yet another week. Um, here we are, the season. I feel like we're already in the meat and potatoes of it. Andrew Moldock, Mullen Rowley joining us as he does every week. How are you, mate? Welcome back. Thank you, mate. Yes, it's uh, always good when your team's on a hot streak and your supercoach team's on a hot streak. Uh, it's good to be back and good to be talking uh, supercoach. Yeah, mate. It's, I'll tell you what, it's uh, been, been some good results supercoach-wise and for your team as well. Um, so, you know. Let's see if we could keep passing passing those on uh, to the listeners out there. And Ryan MS with us as well. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Very well, very well. No, Peter Hanscom with us this week. Uh, he's out on assignment, but uh, should be back with us next week. But we do have Pat Lyons from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care with us, of course. How are you this week, Pat? Good, Paul. How are you doing today, mate? Yeah, good, good. Um, I think in reality, even though the Tigers didn't win on the weekend, not getting thrashed, it's you know that, that that's where we're at as fans now. <laughs> Just happy they didn't get well beaten. Step forward. <laughs> step forward, one step at a time. <laughs> um, let's get into the injuries. Not a lot of injuries this week, which is always a good uh, thing for all the super coach owners out there. But um, a guy who has been named this weekend, Josh. Hodgson forced off at the start of the second half um, in last Friday night's game against the Broncos. Um, And Ricky Stewart's saying he's not going to risk Hodgson against the Eels. It's a sternum injury. Um, They're doing some testing to see if it's bruising or anything more significant, Um, if it could be cartilage damage. We haven't heard the results of those scans yet, but sort of explain to us what what, what range are we looking here? What's the difference, I guess, between bruising and, and, and what else could go wrong? Well, it probably, um, I wouldn't imagine it'd be out for a long time if it was just bruising. Like, if it was a final, he may even to take a needle and play. He's pretty tough, yeah. haven't we? We've seen him play through a lot of pain, I think, in the finals last year, didn't we? Yeah, so, I mean, structurally, it's not dangerous to play. It's a matter, a matter of um, his tolerance to the, the pain, really, and then um, how desperate they are to have him out there. So, um, if they don't really need him, they'll probably rest him, but... I don't imagine he'd be out for a long time um, unless he has actually damaged some, some cartilage. Um, and then that, if that's the case, they can niggle for a few more weeks. But um, fingers crossed for the Raiders, he's not out for too long. Yeah, I mean, his scores the last few weeks have been pretty low. So you're kind of keeping an eye on him and, and thinking about when's a good time to pick him up because at his peak, he's one of the top three um, super coach hookers in the game. So... I think this injury, you know, you're just holding off another couple of weeks, I suppose, and then maybe looking at picking him up um, down the track another couple of rounds. Um, Bryce Cartwright, another one that's sort of, I think a lot of people may have even moved on from last week if they did own him. Um, but the late withdrawal, um, again, not named in, even in the 21 at all this week. Uh, explain us, you know, we talked about it a bit last week, but that whole thing with the ankle and the plate in it and et cetera and, and what sort of the likely diagnosis could be. Yeah, well, the way it was—I remember it being reported—was the, you know, bruised, bruised the took a knock where the plate is and sort of bruised the bone underlying or or the bone near to the plate. 
Um, I don't think it didn't sound like they were describing it as a as a new injury. So it's a matter again of getting on top of the sensitivity and its tolerance to um, to loading, uh, and that can just take a bit of time depending on how how wound up the whole area got from the um, the trauma of the incident. Uh, but I you know I, I don't imagine he'll be out for too long if it's if it's only bruising. And I guess the way the Panthers are playing, I mean, you know, they've got a plethora of options at the moment, so maybe they feel that, you know, get him right now because you're going to need him sort of more the business end of the season that let let this linger uh, when they're winning games and winning him so well. Um, Luke Brooks, I, I suppose not a big... Um, uh, you know, he's admitted from the Tigers, but when you're a James Tedesco owner, it's been pretty much Tedesco doing it on his own. Um, so far this year, but we're hearing he could miss several weeks. It's the old hamstring, not you know getting too much information from how serious the problem is, Pat. Um, you know, can you glean any light on it, or is it just too difficult without any any info? Well, you know, the imaging is important to know, but I mean, I watched the match and he, you know, he had that look about the hobble coming off, and you know, it kind of looked like one that could be um, closer to a, you know a month and than less than a month. And maybe maybe more. Um, just had that look about him. You saw him in the change rooms and through the the change room camera there. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's you know, four four to six weeks. And we don't think that Tedesco is going to suffer that greatly from Brooks, but it's still worth keeping an eye on four to six weeks, significant time. And certainly Jack Littlejohn, um, as much maligned as Brooks and Moses have been so far this season, uh, Jack Littlejohn not quite of, the, of that ilk uh, or that, that talent level. Um, uh, the only other one we can't really talk about yet because we're not getting any disclosure on the Mitchell Barnett injury. Just, just keep an eye out for it if you do own him. It could be a late withdrawal. We'll keep trying to get information through the week. If we do, um, we'll see if Pat can get us a, a couple of uh, a line or two of information we can get at on Facebook and Twitter for you. But Pat, thanks so much uh, for 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 your help again tonight, and um, have a good week. That's a pleasure, mate. No worries. And don't forget that you can go visit Pat there at Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care um, out in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. Give him a call, 9665-9667. Or the way to do it is to book online on our through our website, www.supercoachpros.com, because you can get 20% off your first visit. Well worth it there. And it's not just the um, sporting injuries, head, neck and back, um, that he looks after there as well. So... Uh, if you've got any issues in those areas, give him a call or, or make that click via our website, www.supercoachpros.com. Pat, we'll talk to you next week. Will do. Thanks, mate. Speak to you then. Talk to you then. Bye. And let's get into what we learned from round four. I guess the big one, Jonathan Thurston. I mean, in a way, you know, we, we kind of flagged it last week. This was likely to happen. He's, Ryan, he's averaging, I think it's almost 100 when he scores less than 40, I think, the week before. I mean, it, it's becoming quite interesting to see those rebound games of his um, over the last couple of years. Yeah, it's a really interesting stat. Um, I'm not sure that uh, it's purely a super coach thing. I'm sure it's more his um, his personal pride on when he has a, a you know a lower output game than he'd want. But, yeah, yeah it's something to really keep an eye on, I would say. Um, it's coming to that stage where you're either going to have JT for the season or you're not um, because you're going to have to hang on to him over that, you know, that origin period. So 
It's uh, something to note. Um, when he goes low, he he generally makes up for it the next week. So just just you know, cool your jets on the uh, rage trading. <laughs> Might still be a good time if you don't already own him because um, he'll get a nice little pop in the following week as well. Another thing, what we already knew, I guess, Andrew, is those knights, you know, the Penrith really going large, including, uh, you know, one of the, the young guys, Harawara Nira. Yeah, I mean, the the strategy of captaining one of your guns to anyone playing the uh, <laughs> the knights is, is well and truly alive. In all seriousness, um, I mean, with Penrith, there was a lot of options there and you could have gone large on any one of them. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's just a, a legitimate strategy uh, mo- moving forward. Yeah, just sorry to say, uh, again this year, that yeah, the, the, the Knights, I mean, they're putting in, and uh, I guess, but it, for, for us super coaches, it's, it's good to um, kind of have that plan in place because it's pretty predictable um, most weeks. Interesting enough, we talk a lot about trades, you know, the pre-season trade strategy, Ryan, and and really trying to get the most out of these early trades when you can get, you know, um, those guys that get the big price rises or someone you might have missed in your lineup or get someone out that's injured. Hasn't happened as much this year. A lot of those pre-season predictors uh, or the the players predicted to do well have the been to stay relatively injury-free. Um Maybe the fact one one thing we're learning over these few weeks is that using both your trades isn't mandatory in a, in overall. We know in head to head we like to save them, but a lot of astute owners would have already saved the odd trade here or, or there, and they they could do it again um, this round. Yeah, absolutely. There's no real um, there's no real problems um, per se with the, with all your, with your guns mm. um, and. There's, you know, there's a few people doing quite well, but there's no one knocking down the door saying, you know, have to be in your team. Um, that's not, you know, not already a noted, a noted start. So, yeah, I, I think you can be pretty selective um, at the moment. I mean, obviously, on the other side of the coin, you can, um, you know, take one of you, take, you know, two of you guys out that have earned your cash that you think are going to, uh, you know, max out, and then, um, you know, bring in someone else. But uh, at the moment, I, I think all the guns are going decently enough. Some of them are going better than others. Um, and then you have your, um, you know, your medium price guys who are all putting up um, consistent numbers as well. So it's just a, it, just a nice balance in that act at the moment. Yeah, and a couple of guys, you know, we needed a little bit of faith in, um, but came through in a big way, Andrew, on the weekend, Cohen Hess and Caelan Ponga. But what we're learning on the run as teams were announced this afternoon... Paul Green doesn't care about our supercoach teams because Ponga's dropped altogether and heads back to the bench after those massive scores on Saturday night. Yeah, it's very disappointing, isn't it? I mean, he's trying to win a competition. We're trying to bloody win supercoach. So um, <laughs> I really I really did think that Ponga was, was going to be a mainstay because he does show the goods. Um, you know, as soon as he gets a sniff in first grade, I really thought that oh, he'd done. Um, it's got to be related to him leaving at the end of the year. You would... I have to think. I mean, Geller Mosby was very good. Don't get me wrong, but there's enough spots in that three-quarter line. For I mean, Ponga. well, that's the thing. He he debu- debuted him in, on the wing mm. um, in a semi-final, you know, with all the pressure and, and that's the kid right. handled it so well. So 
I I just don't see why he's not playing him. Um, it, it might be, you know, from what you said, because uh, he is leaving next year. Um, maybe it is because he's a bit too young. Maybe he's yeah. Maybe he's just a kid and he's drip feeding him. But the kid's got some talent, and I just thought that you know, once you know he got his foot in the door, he was gonna you know barge through it. So um, yeah, a little bit disappointed with that. But you know, season's not over. Um, long long way to go. So I guess you just put him on the bench and wait for him to uh, burst onto the scene again. Yeah, you're not dropping him at this point. Uh, he'll get another shot. I'm I'm pretty sure of it. Um, the Cowboys are a loss or two away from Ponga being back in that lineup, or another injury away. Let's go. Speaking of, you know, these teams, let's go into them now. Um, Matt Frawley, an interesting one coming in for the suspended Moses M by that Thursday night game. The Bulldogs, the only uh, change there. Brisbane, uh, no changes. Again, the, fir- the first Friday night game, no changes. Roosters and Manly. But the Cowboys and Souths, Lachlan Coop back, as we said, for Ponga and Braden Burns in for Mossa Drecki there on the wing for Souths. Um, the Cronulla Newcastle game, well, Brendan Elliott's been named back at fullback, so that causes a, the reshuffle in return, the same way it was named last week but not played. Pete Matadia in the centres, his brother Sione in the back row, Mitchell Barnett to lock, although Barnett's in doubt to play, so we'll keep you posted on that one. Uh, the Canberra Raiders, Parramatta. Eels game, Sia Soliola comes in for Elliot Whitehead. That means Dave Taylor's back on the bench. Tepai Maroa is back from suspension, so Frank Pritchard goes back to the interchange. No David Gower. Um, Melbourne Storm, Penrith Panthers, 1-17. to That should be a cracking match. Um, not sure if that many will go large super cage-wise, unfortunately, but I guess you never know. Penrith uh, usually give Melbourne a good run for their money. New Zealand and Gold Coast, um, Blake Ashford is on the wing. Uh, there for New Zealand. He was a late inclusion with that Kieran Foran um, late withdrawal on Sunday night, but he is this time named on the wing. No Lola here. Nathaniel Roach is on the bench now instead of Aaron Clark. Levi Pulu in for the injured um, Ignatius Parsi for the Gold Coast. Parsi out for at least a month. Um, and Chris Greavesmore, who's head up there now, he's joined the bench. And while and meanwhile, in the West Tigers St George game, well, the Dragons are 1-17, but um, Tigers making a few changes. Jamal Idris back in the centres. Jack Littlejohn replaces Luke Brooks at halfback. Brooks injured, as we said earlier in the injury report. Josh Alloway will now play in the second row um, with Suase Sue back to the bench. I'm assuming that um, Andrew Webster, the um, interim coach there, has decided to scrap that um, experiment of playing Sue on the edge. And Alloway, who was there last year, going back to the edge now, Sue coming off the bench, probably as a middle third player. Michael Cheekham also will be coming off the bench, not quite sure of his role there, whether he would replace Idris in the centres or just come on in the um, forward pack somewhere. He's had a go at, at edge runner and middle third. Didn't really fit in it anywhere, Ryan, to be fair, but he's not the lone ranger for the Tigers in that regard. No. So, <laughs> if you don't own James Tedesco, then you're not even... The only reason why you're looking at Tigers games is if you know you've got players who are opposing them. <laughs> Let's put it, put it bluntly right now. <laughs> um, look, we're going to go through some of the best um, tips for round five. Wade Graham's right up there again. He got that hat trick a few weeks ago. You know, we talked about it, Andrew. The Knights, um, a good opponent um, for anyone, uh, super coach wise. And then we've got, of course, Sean Johnson, Andrew. That will be the interesting one. Um, the Warriors, you know, we're always asking about them. Johnson's been performing super coach wise relatively well. Um, 
but can, can you see them with with a good matchup this week actually being able to, to step out and, and do something? You're asking me to tip <laughs> how the Warriors are going to go. <laughs> good luck. I am yeah. not a god. Um, yeah, you, you said it yourself, didn't you? Um, Sean Johnson, I mean, he's been pretty good in a pretty poor side, so um, I wouldn't... Ex- I, I mean, the Titans are pretty good, but... I think the, top, uh, the Warriors will get up this week. Um, I think they have to. Um, and, yeah, I'm tipping Johnson to have a good one. Uh, I, I like Fafita this week as well, um, moving into into the Knights. I think he's um, been, again, solid, but without being outstanding, I think he's due for a really big score um, against the old, poor old hapless Knights, I think. Yeah, we'll talk about trading targets a little bit later in the show, but I reckon he's got to be almost top of the list for feeder. I reckon he might have hit his bottom, and this could be the round that he uh, he fires. Um, Ryan, speaking of our player, um, you know, in regards to, to Johnson and, and Graham, also it's targeting St George players against our Tigers, I'm afraid. Joel Thompson, Gareth Widdop, um, Jack DeBellin and Paul Vaughan all up there. And, you know, from what we've seen so far uh, with our, our team, I, I mean, there might be some sort of bounce back under this new coach, but it, it still could be on for the Dragons players. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, even regardless of uh, coaching situations or, or not, um, DeBellin, Joel Thompson, Frizzell Vaughan, yeah, basically 9 through 13 um, are all going to um, poll pretty decent points. Um, cons- <laughs> Consistency-wise, um, at the least, uh, who knows what's going to happen in the backs. Uh, it's a little bit unpredictable. Um, the Dragons had their moments against the Warriors last week um, in the backs. They had some great tries. Um, and Dugan was looking uh, dangerous as well, so that could be uh, something else to look at. And speaking of the predictor, of course, we've been able to put it all in an app now for you. If you haven't already gone out and got the app, then it's a must-have. Follow the links there on our website, www.supercoachpros.com or via our Facebook and Twitter pages. Look, um, Andrew, this information, you know, we've, we've talked about it for years, been able to collate it in one area um, now to download a pretty low price. In fact, the Apple price is 10 bucks off at the moment just because of our late um, way of getting it last week. As soon as these new ones are up, that's going to go up to twenty nine ninety five. So you basically got yeah, a day now to to get it at that cheap price, and you know it basically yeah pays for itself, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Just got to jump on, jump in it. Um, helped out with Moneyball last weekend, so um, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> That's it. It's your turn to to shine, Ryan. Last week, I think I had a crack a couple of weeks ago using the predictor and and managed to beat some of the supercoach experts or that that took part and take out the the main prize. And it was your turn this week to do well again using the 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 predictor that in, that information, the Apple or Google Play. But Andrew, it's not just um, the predictor that the app does because, of course, all the the, the stuff from Twitter and Facebook a bit of a one stop shot. All the blog information now that will be posted there as Supercoach Pros Insiders. We'll only get that information rather than the web the website, which will have some but not as much. And the podcast, the podcast will remain free for all, um, but just having them in one easy location, I mean, the, the downloads onto, your, onto the app as soon as 
you know we've we've recorded them and uploaded them so and you can just listen to them plug in the iphone to your, to your car or your headset and away you go i mean it's just super coach pros at your fingertips isn't it so it's so good mate um we're at your service um yeah, go go get it. It's it's great. It's uh it's been a long time coming. Paul's been working really hard on it, so um I'm really proud of him. It's, yeah, I'm really proud of you, mate. It's a, it's a, it's a good product and and um something you've been working really hard on. Um yeah, everyone go out and get it. It's, it's great at, at this cheap price. I think um it's <laughs> well it worth it. Thanks, mate. And the other thing is, um you know we've done this for years and we've done it you know off our own back for the love. You've just seen. And unfortunately, NRL Stats has, has finished up. Um, Rugby League Week finished up was a paid thing, but NRL Stats, you know, people doing it for love. It's very, very hard, particularly in this sort of climate of everything, the way that the world is. And, and this is, even if you you don't have a lot of use, you're not sure, if you're not convinced of the app and you think, well, what's the worst case? You know, I've listened to these these guys for years and it's a bit of a, a donation that they can keep, keep things afloat because, you know, basically just... just pays all, all the bills we need to to keep it alive you know um, have the website and have 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 the um app available so you know we're pleased to you to, to do that it's sort of the only way we don't even have sort of um sponsors in that regard so we plead with you to go and, and purchase the app and, and I'm, I'm telling you 100 percent, you will not be disappointed once you've got that up you'll be very glad you did uh let's keep moving along now and i guess um looking ahead to these rounds because Ryan this is an interesting stage now for um, Supercoach where we're changing now to that accumulation mode where you know the, the, the rawness and the readiness of these first few rounds are done and we need to know what um, what players are going to be worth targeting over that next stage obviously you're still looking at the odd cheapy that's coming in you're also looking at guys that have got easier matchups coming up it'll be interesting to see how the cowboys go over the next few weeks we talked about jonathan thurston already but we've got some good matchups there um souths the tigers the dragons the knights it's pretty nice and um you know guys like tamalolo back this this game could be a good pickup this week we talked about thurston already cohen hess and there's a few others there. We, who knows if Gillen Mosby has another big game, he's going to be a must-trade in next week if he's named again. Yeah, well, that's right. And uh, I, I do fancy um, that back line, uh, the Cowboys' back line running off mm. Thurston and Morgan um, against the uh, South's back line because they seem to be rather inexperienced. Um, Burns and Talakai and even Robert Jennings has played a few games, but... Um, hardly a seasoned performer. Um, I think they might be in a little bit of trouble um, if Thurston's on like he was. They, they can match them in the forwards, but um, when you've got, yeah, when you've got good hole runners, uh, Lowe and Cooper, and obviously Tom Lalo, as you mentioned before, um, there could be some um, big points for the Cowboys coming up this week. Rabbitohs in the bottom five for giving up Supercoach points so far this season. Warriors, Knights, Titans, Tigers below them. We know how poor those four teams have pretty much been all year. The Rabbitohs haven't been that poor in re- in regards to NRL performance, but we can see supercoach-wise they are leaking a lot of points. Could be a big one there. Um, Andrew, they're not the only team that we'd be looking at over the next few rounds. I think um, the Sharks is an interesting one. We already talked about the Knights. Yes, they've got a tough one with the Storm, but then Panthers, Titans, Tigers, Dragons is quite good and um 
if you don't own Andrew Fafita, 438, that's a pretty juicy price. I know you're going to lose him at Origin, but it'd be hard to, to turn down if you're just looking for a little bit extra right now. Yeah, like I, I mentioned before, he's been steady without being great um, so far this year. Um, he is, you know, he's he's got a great game in him somewhere. I really think he's, yeah. he's due to, due for a, a breakout. You know, he he hasn't scored a try this year, so I mean, he's you know one of the best front um, front rows of best try scoring front rows in the game. Him and you know Ron James. So um, I think he. He, he's a must at that price. I think when you're looking at people like you know your gals, they're still pushing five hundred thousand. You know that's that's for me that's overpriced, not overpriced because you, you know what you're going to get. But I just can't justify spending that much of the salary cap on um on yeah. You hope he's going to come down, but he just hasn't. He's just kept on that consistent performance, and uh, and then, I'm not surprised because he is you know the greatest super coach player of all time, but. I just I, I just can't justify that price. Not not the way that, um, I mean the way he's playing is great, but I, I still can't justify it. So, yeah, for feeder, I mean, for, I'd be picking up uh, for feeder in a, in a heartbeat if I didn't already already have him. The Roosters are going to be interesting as well, Ryan, because a couple of tougher matches. Manly have come good the last two weeks. Before that, they were a premier matchup. They've got them this week. Look, still could work out well for the Roosters, let's face it. Um, Roosters players, anyway. Um, the Broncos will be tough next week, but then Knights, Dragons, Warriors after that. That's pretty. That's three pretty juicy matchups, and we've, we've, you probably already own a few of them. Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, even like you know, Boyd, Boyd Gordon has been going great um, for them in the in the back row. Um, also, Orbison, Guerra. Um, they've been, you know, very solid, um, to say the least. And then, uh, obviously, Luke Keary has been, I guess, the uh, super coach breakout for this for this season um, currently. Um, so he's doing great things. And then Latrell Mitchell, Tupu, and Michael Gordon has been really, yeah. really consistent. Um, and he's kind of, I, I think he's gone a little bit unnoticed, to be honest. Uh, and I think he is, he might be. Um, that guy that you put in, um, you may not play him in your in your 17, but he'll, uh, sorry, you may not play him in your 13, but he'll always be in your 17. Um, so yeah, I think the Roosters are probably due, not due, but kind of set up for a really good run um, up until it comes time for the uh, Origin and that kind of thing. Then we'll see what what that does to their side. The Panthers on the flip side, we've loved them in those that opening month. They came through two out of four for us. Now they've got the Storm. South should be easier, but then Cronulla, Parramatta, Brisbane. Andrew, that's a bit of a horror run. If you've loaded up on Penrith players, maybe now's the time to cash in and cash out. Yeah, I mean, they're still a good team, though. That's the, that's the thing. So, I mean, you can... You can Trade them out, but who, who are you going to get in that, that's that's better? I mean, I, I still think Merrin's, you know, performing pretty well. I mean, Cardi hasn't really done anything this year, but, um, you know, uh, Peachy, again, he's, he's going great. So I, I think you've got Maybe to Maybe if you had Dean Farre, now's the week or next week's the week to... I think, yeah, next... You know. Well, he's, you know... We wouldn't have been talking about Faro if it wasn't for his price. You know, he's, he's not a oh, noted yeah, exactly. super coach 
gun. So um, I, he's done his job for us. So um, I think, yeah, what next if, What week, about the Haas? What, what if you'd had a crack at Cleary or Martin? Would you be thinking now to go get Thurston for, you know, if you hadn't got Thurston already or Johnson? No, I, I think Cleary's a, he's a bona fide keeper now. I think he's a stud. I think he, um, if you don't have him, if you if you got Johnson, Thurston, or someone else, I think you, you, you're bringing in someone like Cleary to um you know supplement those you know those goal kicking halfbacks. And he's a good kicker. He, he doesn't miss that often, and he scores tries. So um, yeah, I, I think he's he's a definite uh, option to to go forward. And you know maybe this bad run might be not bad run, this harder run for for Penrith might be good for. His price, he might come down a little bit, but like I said, I, I really think that Cleary's uh, a bona fide uh, super coach stud now. It'll be, it'll be worth watching. We're going to talk about buyers very, very soon. A bit of a spoiler alert. But Penrith also have their buyers in round 12 and round 15, Origin weeks, and the first two Origin games. So there, there are there's a few little carrots there to say maybe you don't want too many Penrith players for too long, and and almost suggesting that. Starting to offload now, starting to think about offloading them now wouldn't be the worst scenario. But you're saying clear anyone like Cleary or Merrin or Peachy who are studs and keepers, you're just holding them through the whole thing and you're going to use the rest of your roster to figure out the buys and, and whatnot. Uh, the other one would be the Broncos, right? They're, um, we've already said, you know, stay away from them. They've actually done pretty well, but. It hasn't got any easier, this draw. They've got, you know, the, the Bulldogs should be out for, for at least roll up their sleeves this Thursday. Then they've got the Roosters. The Titans usually give them a good game. Then a little bit easier with Souths, Penrith and Manly, but not ridiculous. Um, this is still tough to, to really take any Brisbane players, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, look, and it, especially because the guy who really um, did well for two-thirds of the season last year in Milford is just crashing big time um, at the moment uh, for whatever reason. Um, I think it's mostly because they're not going Milford's way. Um, they're certainly um, not... He's certainly not receiving uh, the ball that he was last season being the dominant player, obviously. Um, there's a lot of... Well, the one guy, sorry, who I was thinking of for the Broncos, McCulloch. Um, he's nearly going at around 80 points uh, a game average. And obviously that's going to come down a little bit, but he's a guy who does play 80 minutes um, and he's mostly based at heavy. Mm. Um, so if he does jag a try, he's going to really, um, really give you that, that kick. Um, and there's not a lot of, other guy- there's not a lot of hookers really around at the moment, unless you've already got Cameron Smith, um, you know, Cameron McGuinness is there. Maybe he's out of price range now. So McCulloch's not the worst, is he? Yeah, is a good option, I think, um, because even when um, they had Benji in the side, uh, Benji slotted into the forwards somewhere, mm. um, and McCulloch was still at um, still at hooker. So, I think I think he's a really really solid option. All right, this is the Supercatch Professionals Roundtable Podcast. You can find us each and every week on the iTunes or on the aforementioned app. It's not all we do, of course, with the app providing most of the predictor information blogs. You can find some of the blogs still there, www.supercoachpros.com. 
gmail.com and of course follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros and Facebook at SuperCoachPros. If you do follow us on Twitter and or Facebook, you can send us messages, um, ask us questions, we read them out on the show like Dale the Ninja has. He's asking, what are the must-haves for the buy period, please? Dale, I've had a look forward to the buy schedule for you and I've written down a few names based upon these um, good buy draws. The South Sydney have got a great buy draw. They don't play any... Um, no, they play in every Origin game or every Origin week and their buyers are the week after Origin 1 and the week after Origin 2. Cody Walker, Sam Burgess, therefore, become pretty much musts into your lineup. I think, from there. Look, Parramatta have got a good buy draw as well. Not as many musts there, however. Um, Parramatta also don't play, uh, or also do play, each origin week. Corey Norman would be the obvious one, although he didn't go quite as well last week. He did start the season on fire. Maybe Manu Ma'u. I think, um, Andrew, the other interesting one, who do play or do have a buy in the middle origin um, week, but that's their first buy of the season and then not one till round 19 are these Roosters players. But I guess the question is, which of them uh, aren't going to be picked for origin because a few of them are, are, in, the, in, are in line? Uh, yeah, we're speaking about this off here, weren't we? Um, so there's a fair few. I mean... When you listen to anyone in the media, Mitchell Pierce is going to be the halfback again. Um, <laughs> uh, We're hearing it could be Luke Keary. Luke could be the Queensland come New South Welshman Luke Keary. Surely the, not. Surely. Five eight. Surely sanity. Oh, and I love Luke Keary and I love him in my Supercoach team. I love what he's doing this year, but come on. Surely they have oh. to stick with what... You know they've been working towards last year, etc., etc. Oh, you know they they love the the, the combination. <laughs> they, they love do. the combination of the six and the seven. Yeah. Um, Mitchell, Latrell Mitchell, that is he he could play. Um, wouldn't put it past him. He, I mean, Corner's going to be captain. Young. Corner, yeah, he's a potential they're, captain. They're saying captain, and, uh, yeah. and Aiden Guerra, of course, um, who's probably not a, on your supercoach radar, but he's a no. and Dylan Napa. So there's a few. I mean, obviously the Kiwi, um, JWH, he, he's someone you could probably look at getting in because he's, you know, Safer. a solid super coach. What about Daniel yet? Tupo? Do you think he's going to get picked as well for Origin? Because he's been awesome no, super coach-wise. No, no, he won't get picked. Um, we've got too many good outside backs now. I think he's uh, far, far far, down the uh, pecking order now. I think, yeah, Tommy Turbo will probably get a gig. Um, I think even maybe BJ Leilua. Um, then there's Blake Ferguson for the Roosters as well. Um, mm. Yeah, so Tupo could still be one to to look yeah. at for Dale. And, and, and like Ryan said before, um, Michael Gordon. You know, mm. as a general point of difference, Michael Gordon is a very good option. He's you know kicking more goals because Roosters are scoring more tries than you know they were at Paris. So he's a he's a, a, a valuable, he's solid goal kicker. So yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't be someone that you could target because, yeah, like I said, he's he's a good point of difference. Not every, not a lot of people are talking about him. Ryan, what about Paul Gallon? I mean, I know we said earlier about, oh, he's a bit expensive to really look at closely at the moment, but a few more weeks, and even if he is at that price, maybe you've made enough money <laughs> that it doesn't matter. Round, rounds 13 and 18, 
the Sharks have buys, so he'll play those first two Origin matches. Gallon's playing for the Sharks because, he's, of course, he's retired from New South Wales. Yeah, it's a real juicy option, isn't it? Um, especially given his current form, uh, um, which is far outweighing, well, at the very least, my expectations um, of what he'd do. He's um, putting out more points per minute this year, and though he's not playing as many. Um, so I think that's probably working in his favour because he's clearly got more energy and um, really doing um, some good stuff for the Sharks um, and for your Supercoach team if you've got him in there. But I think he he's, oh, geez, he's getting close to an almost a must-pick um, just before that buy period sort of thing because mm. uh, he's so consistent. At and so many people will own him. So if you're playing head-to-head, for example... You don't Absolutely. want to be losing up those points to the yeah. other owners who have picked him up looking That's at the right. fact that he's not playing Origin this year. That's right, and especially when you've got one of those rounds where you can you know, almost manage to scrape together 15 guys who are yeah. playing. You've got half the team <laughs> is playing and yeah. they're, they're mutually owned, so you've only really got five or six PODs. You don't want yep. one of those PADs to be him with Gallon and you not, or him or her with no, Gallon. No, that's you. right. It's almost like a, a bit of a fail-safe for that, for that option. Uh, let's look at um, what Gav asks. Um, look, and, and I should quickly say, Dale, we'll, we'll delve more into buys as these rounds go on. I think that's a few of the real big names, but we'll, we'll delve more into it over the next few weeks uh, for you and for all the listeners. Um, Gav at Swap Dunko, Swap Swamp Duck 04. Be careful uh, how I say that. Uh, at Supercoach Pros was going to trade RTS to Ponga for cash for upgrades next week. Should I still do this, Andrew? We just talked about Ponga earlier. This this seems risky. Yeah, I think it, it is a bit risky, but I mean, RTS, he hasn't been going great. Um, Ponga, what he's due for one more round and then he gets the, the price bump, doesn't he? So, And he not... could be a late inclusion. It's not like he hasn't been named in the 21. I mean, Coot could miss this week. It's not... Yeah, you know. it's. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a nice... It's a creative way to, to get some money in. But, I mean, I still think Sheck is... Uh, he's too good to not snap up at the price he is. I think he, he will come good. Um, I think, you know, he showed glimpses with that 70-odd... Uh, the first or second week. So I, I really think um, Sheck is worth staying with, but I, I do really like that creativity there because, like, like I said, yeah, Pong is due for that price rise next week or next game. Um, and like I said, he, he's he's got he's got the super coach good. So I, I think, um, yeah, it's a good option. I like that. It's got me thinking. <laughs> Gav, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of, 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 you know, making those horse trades as we call them, but I think, uh, Andrew alluded to it, even though he's sort of saying he likes it. He, he said uh, two of us checks a little bit too cheap, and I agree. I just think at that price, you're probably not going to get a lot out of it because he should quickly get back to that price again or even exceed it um, before you've really had time to blink. Um, Ponga would be great to bring in. I just don't know if two of us checks the guy to leave out. I will add... Um, round 12 the Warriors play so you're going to get a nice little run there over Origin the Warriors always come good around Origin he's going to be leading the charge if he stays healthy injury free etc they'll play round 12 so I think him and a guy like Sean Johnson and Simon Mannering and maybe even a couple more Warriors can slowly start coming into your, into your lineup so probably best 
just keeping RTS there and hoping that this great matchup, this juicy one against the Titans, works out this weekend and uh, you get an immediate benefit. Uh, finally, Michelle and Travis V ask, Hi, Supercatch Pros, what are your top five fallen guns and top five bargains people should be targeting over the next three weeks? Uh, a lot of people looking at the likes of Bodine Thompson, Tamalolo, Leilua, Jesse Bromwich, Kalen Ponga and Marcelo Montoya, to name a few. Ryan, um, the predictor, the app, helps there. Um, that's going to give us the two-week price rises, but um, can you name a few that you're looking at as well? Um, well, look, to be honest, even though Ponga wasn't um, selected, I'm still still all over him because he's going to get a nice rise. Um, and look, you've mentioned Montoya there. I, I know he's only had a couple of games, but I still think he's... Uh, I'm not sure if you'd target him to get him it's in your team. It's a tough game against the Broncos too this week, although he is yeah. predicted to score over 50 with our predictor. Yeah, I, I think he's... Uh, yeah, jeez. Um, you'd be, yeah, I'm right on the fence with him. Um, but I think those two um, are probably probably your best bets. The other guys mentioned there, I don't think um, are as good of value um, in terms of um, if they're saying bargains, I'm assuming they mean bargains as in really cheap. I can buy this guy and then they're yeah, selling for later on, selling for um, the, more later. The two guys that went really well this round, just gone, Aguilar Mosby and Hawira and Naira. I'm sort of looking at those two more perhaps than the others, although Braden Burns has some appeal as well. Um, you know, certainly the, the two-round predictor, and again, buy the app so you can see all this for yourself. Um but it's sort of suggesting some of those one-game wonders could, you know, based on what little we know, could continue. We've talked about Pongo already. Um, we've talked about some of those guys coming down, Andrew, like Fafita, but what about Leilua or Jesse Bromwich? Um, I think that Leilua uh, might have a tough week this week, so uh, I'm not saying he's not going to score big, but... Yeah, it's you know, a bad Eels matchup. Are, Eels are a good spoiling team, aren't they? So, um, he's him and Josh Morris, are the two best defensive centers in the game. So, when you come up against one of those, it's not likely to do well. Although we've seen the dogs struggle, but certainly the Eels, uh, you would expect there will be a tough matchup for Leilua. Yeah, well, Jennings is a he's a quality, you know, he's an Origin player, so yeah. um, he can defend. So, I mean, but I'm not saying that Leilua can't. You know, put one over him. He's a quality player, Leilua, but not that he's been out of sorts this year. It's just I think he's just taking a little bit of time for his momentum to shift in the gear. So I think, yes, targeting someone like Leilua after this week, or uh, you know, after not, maybe not a great score this week, um, that's definitely an option um, in the coming weeks. Yeah, might be something we can do as a topic next week, um, boys. We'll do a bit of research for you there. And um, and flesh it out a bit, see if we can find a few other ones under the radar. All right, that does it for the show. This is Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. Get that up and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Supercoach Pros. Go to the website, www.supercoachpros.com. Andrew, thanks very much again for this week. Uh, all good, mate. Thank you, guys. And, um, yeah, go buy the app. And Ryan, MS, thank you as well. Yeah, no worries. Yep, buy the app. 
I am Paulie G, Paul Grzadka, and Peter back with us next week. Thank you to Pat Lyons, of course, from Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care as well, doing the injury report for us. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Bye for now.